Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. Welcome to Trade Show University, the ultimate resource for marketers, planners, and business owners looking to create results, increase revenue, and maximize their ROI for upcoming trade shows. We'll help you navigate the complexities of trade shows, set the right goals, find true success, and get the most out of each experience for you and your team. It's time to get your PhD in ROI with your host, the man with over 25 years of trade show experience, Jim Cermak. Welcome to Trade Show University. I am your host, Professor Jim Cermak, and today's class is all about the booth flow. We went over training your staff in our last episode, and now we're going to dive deep into the eighth point that I brought up in that episode, and that is the booth flow. If you never heard of the term booth flow or you haven't mastered it yet, you are in the right place. This episode is going to blow you away with the tips and items you're going to need to train on that will make the biggest difference in your results, I guarantee. Grab your notebook because class is in session. Class, I am just such a happy guy right now because I've been lining up some amazing guests who are going to be joining me for future episodes of Trade Show University to share valuable content, tips, advice with all of you. You've got to be happy because you're finally not going to have to be stuck listening to me all the time. Plus, I was also listening to steel drum music, and you just can't help but be happy listening to steel drums. That music just takes me away out of Cleveland, Ohio, and right now we're getting into that kind of miserable between fall and winter-ish time when I'm recording this, and it takes me right to the Bahamas. Everybody should listen to a little more steel drum music, in my opinion, make the world a better place. But seriously, I am, I'm just so glad and I'm so excited you're here with me today sharing this information truly, sharing this info that I'm going to share with you today is the reason I started this podcast. It's just going to make such a difference in the results that you're getting from your trade shows. So in today's class, I'm going to reveal, this is just a little advance notice I am going to reveal the number one thing that can skyrocket the number of leads you get from a show. It is so simple. I guarantee you're probably not doing it today, but we're going to get to that later in the episode, but be aware, it is going to just blow your mind. But before we dive into the booth flow, you know, I encourage you to go back and listen to episode three on training your staff on the basics. If you haven't listened to it, it just fits hand in hand with what we're going to be covering today in this class. Now, the basics, the basics that you train on are all necessary and important things, but just one of them stands out as the one that's really, really going to move the needle for your company, and that is the booth flow. And if you're not familiar with that term booth flow, it's just kind of what it sounds like. It's how to get the show attendees to flow through your booth. You know, if you're thinking, Jim, I got a tabletop or a 10 by 10 booth, how do people flow through that? Just stick with me. You're going to understand how this all works. 
And now the reason that booth flow moves the needle as well as it does is because it incorporates the most critical parts that are going to make or break your success at the show. Number one, how to engage your attendees. Number two, what information do you need to capture and how to capture it? And number three, what do you want people to leave your booth with? Look, this is why you're investing so much into these shows. Think about it. You know, pull out your show goals or at least think about them. How are you going to reach your show goals? It's through the booth flow. That is going to be your game plan to reaching your goals and maximizing your ROI. And it includes just those uh, three components. So let's go over those one more time. First, we're going to get attendees into the booth. Now, these are all the people who are walking by your booth. Guess what? It's up to you to stop them and get them into your booth. This is the number one place businesses fall short, and we're going to dive deep into this in this episode. Second, you're going to capture key information. You know, figure out what do you want to capture and how are you going to capture it? You know, it's everything on, that you need on a business card. For 99% of the businesses, this isn't enough, yet that's how, how many businesses come home from a show and that's all they have is a, is a stack of business cards with no other information. You're going to be wasting so much time following up on people who are not qualified because you didn't get the right information. You need to figure out before the show exactly what information you need to capture. This is, I love this stuff. This is great. Now you figured out what information you're going to capture and then how are you going to do it? You're going to be getting a business card or scanning a badge. Is that going to be enough? Probably not. Or do you have to do something more to get the information that you need? You're probably going to have to have some good conversations with attendees, and you're going to be hearing a lot of good information. We're going to lay out a plan on how to make that all, all that happen, how to make the conversations happen, and then how to capture that information. And then finally, what do you want the people to leave with? Now, I'm not just talking about, you know, they're going to leave with a, a, some literature or maybe a free pen or a giveaway. Besides that, what do you want them remembering? What do you want them to experience? How do you want them to feel while they're in your booth? And what are they going to be expecting next when they leave your booth? What are they going to be expecting next? So that is truly the nuts and bolts of what makes up a booth flow. You're going to orchestrate how your attendees are going to enter, experience, and exit your booth. And that is the secret ingredient to maximizing your results. So what does booth flow look like? I'm going to give you a template through this episode to figure out your flow. Every business is different, but the rules to creating flow are pretty much the same for each. Your booth flow, just like everything else, starts with your goals. Your goals are going to help determine your flow. So whether your main metric is capturing leads or sales dollars or scheduling appointments or whatever it is, how you get the attendees to that goal must be orchestrated or it's not going to maximize your results. It all starts with making that first contact with an attendee. And while that might happen because people walk up to you or just right into your booth, you cannot rely on that. Most people will walk right by your booth, not even knowing they need to talk with you. So you need to have a strategy for engaging attendees. So what are you going to do to get people into your booth? You know, there are essentially three ways to get people to stop and talk to you. Number one, you're going to do some sort of pre-show marketing. You know, getting the word out ahead of the show to attendees so they'll seek out your booth will require some strong advanced marketing, some social media, or advertising to draw them into your booth, and maybe some combination of all those. We'll discuss a pre-show marketing plan in more depth in a future class. And that's one way that you can get people in your booth, by doing some pre-show marketing. Number two, 
a game, a giveaway, an attraction, a promotion that's done at the show. You know, nothing's going to grab eyeballs at a show like a spinning prize wheel or someone doing magic tricks or the sounds or smells of a barista making a latte or a big sign to win some popular electronic gadget. These and many more promotions and ideas are available, which can lead to increased foot traffic into your booth. And then number three, actually engaging people and inviting them into your booth. This is the one thing that can make the biggest difference in results that you get from your show. Now, I'm not talking foot traffic. I'm talking results, crushing your goals, maximizing your ROI. Now, you can do all three of these options together to increase your odds of getting more people into your booth. But number three, actually engaging people is by far and away the most important. And the reason is this. You know, if I didn't see your pre-show marketing or I don't want to win your prize or have a latte, <laughs> then I'm not stopping at your booth, period. Because guess what? Just as I was approaching your booth, I got a text message. And I looked down at my phone just for a few seconds, and I walked right by your booth without ever seeing your amazing displays and your banners and your messages and your promotion and everything else. And you and your company might be the one at this show that I need to see that would get me exactly what I need. Go to any show. I guarantee you're going to see the vast majority of attendees walking through the aisles right past booths. And booth workers just letting them walk right by. We're assuming because they glanced at our booth and kept walking that maybe they got enough information to tell them they don't need to stop. Wrong. This is the wrong assumption. Don't let people walk by. At the beginning of this episode, I promised to reveal the number one way to skyrocket results, and it starts with number three, engaging the attendees. Okay, I really need you to pay attention here because I am about to share a major value nugget with you. If you incorporate this one thing and if you train your staff correctly, I guarantee this is going to be the thing which can give you the greatest return. It's going to make the biggest difference in your results. Now, you may have the best products. You may have the most insane innovation. You may have all, all sorts of great things that you're bringing, all sorts of positives. Your people might have so much knowledge on your products or services, your company, your mission, why you're different from your competitors. Outstanding stuff. Fantastic. But guess what? It doesn't matter squat if people don't stop at your booth. It doesn't matter. You have to get people to stop at your booth, period. End of story. Because that is when everything begins. So before we dive into what to do, I'm going to give you six things not to do in your booth because these things will not get people to stop. The first three are kind of what I see or experience at about 90% of the booths. And that's no lie. See for yourself on your next show if you think I'm lying. Here's number one thing that people do and is a big no-no. Do not do this. Number one is giving a simple greeting, like saying, hello, how's it going? How are you doing? Now, this, you might get a response back, but it's not going to make anyone stop. This is by far the number one offense, and I know I did this for a long time, and you're probably going, wait, what's wrong with that? Guess what? It's just not going to make people stop. Number two, I, I see that people do. You've got to stop doing this. Don't ask a yes, no question that has nothing to do with your company or it doesn't make the attendee think. You know, I hear this all the time. Hey, you having fun in San Diego or whatever city you're in? Or, oh, did you enjoy the keynote talk this morning? Again, you might get an answer, but they're probably not even going to break stride. They're just going to keep walking by your, by your booth. Yeah, would you? Would you stop and just start a conversation when you're busy and you have a lot of booths to go to? 
All right, so that's the number two things. Don't ask just a simple yes-no question that has nothing to do with your, your company. Number three thing I see people do all the time, they say nothing. They'll just stare and smile, but they say nothing. Okay, I've got all the time in the world. How about I stop and talk with the smiling, happy guy? <laughs> It's not going to happen. I'm not going to stop at your booth because you're smiling at me and staring at me. And nobody else will either. It's just not happening. Okay, so those are the first three things that happen all the time. Now, here's number four, five, and six. These are even worse. These are total turnoffs to attendees. Number four is people in the booth who are on their phone doing whatever and just ignoring attendees. Oh my gosh, please, please don't do this. Put your phone away while you're in the booth. Don't be texting. Don't be answering the phone. Don't be looking things up on the internet. Oh my gosh, just don't do that. It's such a turnoff. Number five, the booth staff that's just sitting there. They're in a little huddle or two people. They're just talking to each other and they're ignoring attendees. Even if someone might want to ask a question or approach your booth, this creates such an unwelcome atmosphere. This has happened to me before where I've, I've gone up to people and I'm standing right there and they're finishing their conversation about where they're going to dinner tonight or whatever. Oh my gosh, total, total turn off. And number six, and this is probably the worst when you see that empty booth. <laughs> Unless you're by yourself and you have an emergency, you never, ever have an empty booth because you're not going to get anybody to stop. I don't care how many, they might take your giveaway, but that's about it. So please avoid these six things. Avoid them at all costs. And I'm going to give you the one simple technique that you need to switch to. This one simple technique, I'm so excited. So one simple technique is going to lead you to significantly better results. It's going to lead to more people stopping and having meaningful conversations with you and your staff. And here's the best part. It works nearly 100% of the time. Now, I need you to pay close attention to what I'm about to tell you. And don't overlook its simplicity, please. Okay, for every attendee that is walking by your booth, ask them a question relevant to your business that stops them in their tracks. One that makes them think, even for a split second. And it's got to be a question that gets you a quick answer, not some open-ended question that demands a long answer that allows them to ramble on and on. A quick, quick answer. And contrary to what experts say or what you may have heard before, it can definitely be a yes-no question. But it's got to be a yes-no question that will qualify the attendee. Okay. For example, say you have a service that's only for nonprofit companies. Then your question can be, hey, do you work for a nonprofit? But Jim, what if they say no? They're just going to walk away. You're right. And you want to let them. Because guess what? If they don't work for a nonprofit and you only work for nonprofits, let them go. They just disqualified themselves and they're not going to do business with you. So don't spend your time talking to them. Just say, oh, I'm sorry. We only do business with the nonprofits. Have a great show and let them walk away. Over the years, I have spent way too much time talking to people who will never be a customer, never again. And you've got to make that promise to yourself that you're never going to talk to customers or attendees that can never become customers. you got to do that. Make that promise. But if they say yes to your question, then great. They qualify and you want to talk to them. Now get them into your booth, into the next step of your booth flow. Now, let me give you an example of how this worked on me. This is a company. There was a company called Bright Carbon. And what they do is they train on PowerPoint. They train companies how to use better use PowerPoint presentations. So I'm walking, wasn't even looking at booths. I think I was probably looking at my phone. And I'm walking past a booth. Someone said, hey, 
do you use PowerPoint in your business? And so it's, I stopped. And I'm like, yes, I do. Next question was, you want to see something really cool? Yeah, I do. <laughs> they had me. First, they qualified me. I said I used PowerPoint. So I was qualified. Now they wanted to talk to me. Do you want to see something really cool? Well, of course. So they, they got me. The key is here. Don't pick and choose who to ask the question to. Ask everyone you can. And as soon as you're done talking to one person, ask the next one you see. This will get more people into your booth, creating more leads, more sales, more whatever you are looking to do. Okay? How's that for a value nugget? So just do that. You've got to get people into your booth. Qualify them with a quick question. Come up with that question. It's going to stop them in their tracks and give them give you a quick answer and then get them qualified and into your booth, into the next step of the booth flow. This is going to skyrocket your results. I guarantee you. Okay, in episode two of Trade Show University, we talked all about staffing your booth and about running your booth like a restaurant. Restaurants have a front of the house and a back of the house. The front of the house is responsible for greeting, seating, and serving the guests. And the back of the house takes care of the food prep, the presentation, and the other details to make everything look great. So break your booth into two areas. There should be a front of the booth and a back of the booth. Now, if you just have a small booth, like a 10 by 10 or maybe a tabletop display, then you're not physically separating your booth, but you're going to do it in your process and how you engage people and how you get to get that information and, and have, have them leave. So the front of the booth is where you will first engage your attendees. You're going to bring them into the booth. You're going to qualify them. The back of the booth answers questions, conducts product demos, hands out information, and more. Now, I mentioned making sure everyone knows their roles. Everyone who will be working the booth should have very, very specific roles assigned to them. And also, just like a restaurant, you have to figure out a flow for your attendees. For example, who's going to greet them first? What does that person say to the attendee? And what do you want the attendee to do? Then, who do they go to next and why? And other things like that. Without a pre-calculated booth flow, you will get mixed results at best, at best. And let's be honest, you know, most booths do not have a booth flow. Have you ever come back from a show and for most people, all you had was a business card and maybe few you have some notes on that business card and a few you have a whole page of notes and the rest falls somewhere in between. This is because you don't have a solid flow. Booth flow creates consistency. All right, let's circle back. The hard part is over. You finish step one. You grab their attention and are on the first step into getting them into a meaningful conversation. The next step is beginning to capture all the information you want and need. That might be by asking them more questions or having them take a survey or maybe having them watch a demo or even enter a drawing or whatever way you have determined that will get you the information that you need. This is going to be different for every company. So just make sure you remember what do you want from them and how can you best get it. One thing that is going to be consistent is this. If you're trying to get leads, make sure you understand what this person's role is in the decision-making process. They can come to the show and make it sound like they're all important and everything, and you can spend far too much time following up meeting after meeting after meeting only to find out they're not the decision maker. So make sure you understand that up front, what that person's role is in the decision making process. Now, capturing this info, yeah, maybe it can be done with one person, or maybe you have a whole team, one person that engages and qualifies, and then passing them on to the next person who's going to get additional information, then maybe someone else is going to give them a demo, and finally someone who's going to set up that next appointment. And now we're on the third part of the booth flow, 
what do you want them to leave with? If you have a new product or service that you're promoting, then they should know all about it. Leave with information about it, literature, signed up for demos, signed up for updates. You know, if you have key differentiators from your competitors, you want them to understand, then they should hear about it, get literature with it, have a follow-up set. If you have a theme to your booth, like a jungle theme or a beach theme, a game show, you know, rock music, whatever, you know, make sure that your giveaway and your literature carry that theming so they remember your booth after the show. So they pull that literature out or they pull out that squishy toy and they immediately uh, tie it back to your booth that they had such a great time at. And they should remember the energy, the theme, your message, your offer. Finally, when they leave your booth, they should expect what the next step is going to be. They should never leave not knowing that someone's going to follow up or when they're going to follow up or how they're going to follow up. You should let them know. So when you reconnect, they're expecting it. Now, the key to all three parts of the booth flow is consistency. Ask the same questions capture the same information, put them through the same experience, person after person after person, and have them leave with the same stuff. This will add efficiency. It's going to allow you to do even more during the show because you're going to be able to do it quicker. Now, your booth may even have two or more booth flows that you put attendees through based on their answers, or maybe what type of customer or industry they're in, or some other variable, and that's fine. Just remember, you got to stay consistent with that flow. So that's the booth flow. I hope you see the power in it, and I cannot wait for you to start using booth flows and letting me know how they work. Please be sure to drop me a note at jim at tradeshowu.biz and give me all the details. All right, let's wrap up. Here's what we covered in today's class on the booth flow. You need to create your booth flow by following the three keys. Number one, you got to get attendees into your booth. Number two, you want to gather their key information. And number three, you got to make sure they leave with what you want them to leave with, not what they take, what you want them to leave with. And then that value nugget that I shared with you, you got to ask a quick, relevant question to every attendee that walks by that makes them stop in their tracks and gets then gets them qualified. Because you can't spend time with people who aren't qualified. Promise me, you're never going to do that again. So your homework assignment is to start creating the booth flow for your next show. Take your time, create that flow, and then train your staff. Stay consistent in your execution. This is going to pay off better than anything else you will do. I guarantee this is the key to the success at your show more than anything else. I am so excited for you to do this because... Oh my gosh, the results you're going to get from this is going to be amazing. And I want to hear from you. What other things are you doing to help train your staff? What other things are you putting into your booth flow? What are some key things that you see has worked better than others? Go to our we website at www.tradeshowu.biz. That's tradeshow, the letter U, dot B-I-Z. Shoot me a note or find a question on our Facebook page and leave a comment. Just search for Trade Show University on Facebook and then like our page. And please, if you found value today, please subscribe to our show and then also leave a rating and review and share it with others. You know of others that can, can find value out of this? I don't care if it's a big show or it's a little local business expo. Companies need help with this stuff. So that's it for today's class. I hope it was outstanding for you and we're going to see you next time.
We've come to the end of this class here at Trade Show University, but we encourage you to never stop learning. We have plenty more resources and information available on our website, tradeshowu.biz. Be sure to sign up for our mailing list for exclusive insights and information to help you get your PhD in ROI. You'll find all this and more at tradeshowu.biz. Until next time, class dismissed.